Adventure fans, calling all Dick Tracy fans, stand by. Here comes Dick Tracy now. This electrically transcribed series of thrilling Dick Tracy adventures is brought to you by Quaker Puffed Wheat and Quaker Puffed Rice. Those two different delicious cereals that give you trigger-fast energy because they're shot from guns. That's why thousands of happy families enjoy puffed wheat one day and then puffed rice the next. When the selected grains of nourishing wheat and rice are shot from the big guns, they're exploded to eight times their normal size. That transforms the small, hard-to-digest kernels into crisp, crunchy, nut-like grains of wholesome goodness. All their food energy is retained, but now they're specially easy to digest. You get the trigger-fast food energy you need to be keen and fit like Dick Tracy in breakfast that tastes like a million. Make breakfast more fun for the whole family. Ask Mother now to get you some Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice from the grocer that displays the Dick Tracy headquarters sign. Junior has captured the Purple Rider and is returning to Pitchblend with him and several members of Kyle's gang who are the Rider's prisoners. Meanwhile, Dick Tracy and Pat, en route to the Rider's hideout, meet Junior and his prisoners coming back. When Tracy asked the Purple Rider to unmask himself, the Rider wheeled his horse toward a dangerous cliff, leaped the cliff to the other side with Tracy after him. Dick lassoed the escaping Rider and pulled him from his horse. As Dick rode up to the rider, the hooded mystery man pulled a gun on the detective and... I warn you, rider, don't shoot. And I warn you, Tracy, not to interfere with me. You didn't heed that warning. All right, I've got you covered now, and I'm not wasting time. What oh, the... the gun backfired. Well, your hood saved you from a bad wound, I imagine. Here, let's get that hood off you and see what damage has been done. There. Old man Weir. So you're the purple rider. That's right, Tracy. Now you know. Huh. That gun gave you some bad burns when it backfired. Well, tell me, why did you attempt all this? Someone had to do it. None of those miners down in Pitchblend dared put up a fight, and I was as cowardly as the rest until Kyle's men beat me up the way they did. After that, I swore I'd get Kyle, and I would have. If it hadn't been for you. Well, a lucky thing I did stop you. Or you might have been wanted for murder this time, Weir. Well, that wouldn't have bothered me. I had to get Kyle out of the way. That's my job. A job I intend to do lawfully. So you're the purple rider, huh? Old man Weir. I didn't think you'd really pull the trigger of that gun. If it hadn't backfired, I'm afraid I wouldn't be here now. I shouldn't have done it. I, I, I was crazy, I guess. All I knew at the moon was I, I had to get away. I couldn't let you take me. Well, you got me now. Yes, and I think we'd better get you down to pitch blend as quickly as possible. You'll need first aid for those burns. I'll say this, whether you believe it or not. If I had hurt you, and if that gun hadn't backfired, I would never have forgiven myself. Oh, Dick! Dick! Everything all right? Yes, Pat. Look here. Meet me at the base of this cliff. You stay on your side and I'll stay over here until we get to the bottom. No sense risking our necks trying to cross again. Okay. See you down below. One moment, coming. Miss Trueheart? Yes? You don't know me, but uh, may I come in? It's important that I have a word with you. Certainly. Please come in. Thank you. Yes? My name is Shelby, Professor Acton Shelby. Professor Shelby? Yes, Professor? Miss Trueheart, I need your help. 
and the health of your fiancé, Dick Tracy. Well, Mr. Tracy is away now. He's handling a case in pitch blend in the Yukon. Yes, I know that. And that's why I've come to you. Miss Trueheart, you've got to prevail on Mr. Tracy to come back to the city at once. Perhaps you'd better explain what this is all about, Professor. Miss Trueheart, my life is in danger. Well, just what do you mean? I can't tell you too much now. All I can tell you is that I have invented something. Something of incredible value. And because of that, my life is in danger. You mean there's someone who's trying to take your invention away from you? Yes. Well, who is this person? Miss Trueheart, have you ever heard of the brain? The brain? Ah, it's evident that you have not. I will tell you about him. The brain, Miss Trueheart, is as ruthless as he is clever. Diabolically clever. There's nothing he cannot get his hands on if he wants it badly enough. And he does want my new invention. Have you gone to the police about this? Miss Trueheart, if anyone is to protect me... If anyone is to save my invention for humanity, it must be only one person. And that person is Dick Tracy. I see. Well, I'll try to help you. How quickly can you get in touch with him? I'm afraid that would take a few days, Professor. You see, he's living in the primitive mining town now. There are no telegraph offices and no telephones. The best I can do is to write him a letter and explain your situation. Then I beg you, do that. Tell him to come back just as quickly as he can. I'll try to hold out against the brain until he gets here. But I must have his help. No one else will do. I understand. Very well, Professor Shelby. I'll write to Mr. Tracy immediately. Oh, thank you. Here is my address. Will you get in touch with me the moment you hear from him? Certainly I will. Good, good. And now, uh, good night, Miss Trueheart. Good night. Hmm. I'd better write to Dick at once. And I think perhaps I'd better write in code. All right, ma'am, quiet, please. Quiet. Boys, I've asked you to meet me here tonight because there are a few things I have to say to you. Go ahead, Mr. Tracy. We're listening. All right, I won't waste words. I've been here in Pittsburgh for some time now, and I've been doing all I can to free you from the vicious grip that Vernon Kyle has upon you and this town. But, boys, you haven't done your share. In my work here... I've run into obstacles I never expected to encounter. And many of those obstacles have been put there by you yourselves. Now, hold on, Mr. Tracy. We don't know what you're talking about. We're for you, not against you. Yes, I know that, boys. But you're for me in what I might call a negative way. There's only one way to rid this country of Vernon Kyle. Yeah, what's that, Tracy? You boys must find the courage to stand up in court and testify against him. Kyle has threatened and terrorized you into signing away over 50% of your claims. Those who have offered resistance have been beaten. Several have been killed. And still, we haven't the evidence to convict Kyle. All because you boys here, who can supply that evidence, are afraid to appear in a court of law and tell what you know. Now, I don't like to say this, but to put it bluntly, boys, I think it's because you're afraid. You're right. We are afraid. We sure we are. All right, then. How long is this going to go on? I'm here to help you, to organize ways and means of putting Kyle where he belongs. And make no mistake about it, it can be done. Well, maybe it can, and maybe it can't. I'm afraid you're barking up the wrong tree, Tracy. We've learned our lesson. Say, Dick, do you think it'd be all right if I said something to these men? Certainly, Junior. Man, just a minute. My war junior is something he wants to say to you. Oh, gee, fellas, it may sound foolish and all, but I just want to tell you what I've been thinking about. Back in the States, I've read about the men of the Yukon. 
what fearless, courageous fellows they were. Gee, I thought they really were something, and, well, I still think they are really something. But, well, they can't all be afraid of just one man. They can't now, can they? It's not just one man. It's a mob. Oh, gang! Men, do you realize that this boy here is the one who captured the Purple Rider and four of Kyle's gang? Having the odds against him didn't worry him. And the odds really are against you. If you'll just make up your minds to fight. Captured the Purple Rider. We'll see. Oh, what I did has got nothing to do with it. Yes, it has to. Boys, he kept that rider at bay with nothing but a broken stirrup. Now, we ain't going to let no kid be braver than we are, are we? Now, that's the way to talk. No one on earth can lick an old sourdough of the Yukon once he makes up his mind to fight. Here, you tell him, Tracy. Yeah, we've let Kyle get away with murder, but it's got to stop. We'll show the kid. Let's get Kyle for Junior, fellas. All right, come on. Let's go down and get Kyle right now. Let's drag him out of that Morning Star Hotel of his and string him up. No, no, no. Wait a minute, boys. Wait a minute. That's not the way to do it. Mob violence isn't the answer. What is the answer? Go into court and testify. Swear that Kyle terrorized and threatened you. Will you do that? You bet we will. Good. Good. I'll go down right now and get Kyle myself. Come along, Pat. Right with you, Dick. Now, what about me, Dick? You wait here, Junior. If I'm not back in half an hour, you get the Mounties together. I'll need them. Right. And good work, Junior. You certainly inspired them to act. That was a fine speech. Speech? Did I make a speech? Gee. All right, Pat. Let's get going. Right. Hey, shut up, you guys. Kyle wants to say something. Boys, we're getting out of pitch plant. Pulling out? You don't mean it. You don't mean we're pulling stakes and clearing out. Yeah, that's just what I do mean. But you've got things sewed up in this town, Kyle. I mean, I had them sewed up. This place is getting a little too hot for us, boys. Tracy got you worried, Kyle? Well, he's out to get us. I'm not so sure now that he can't do it. Those miners are having another meeting tonight. Yeah, and there was a time when they'd be scared to have a meeting. Well, what we'll do is clear out. Lay low for a while. We got plenty of money. Well, I'm sick of this boy myself anyway. When do we leave? As soon as I give the word. There are a couple of things I want to clear up before we do leave. What kind of thing? Well, for one thing, there's the bank. What about the bank? That's where the miners keep all their money, ain't it? There's a good fifty or $60,000 waiting in that bank for the first taker. Yeah, and we're going to take it. You mean a stick-up? I mean a stick-up. We're going to do that tomorrow night. Now, there's one other thing. Yeah? Tracy. I'm going to get Tracy about the last thing I do. He's been the cause of all this trouble. He's the guy that forced me out of pitch blend. Nobody does that to Vern Kyle and get away with it. Hello, boss. I got something for you. Yeah, what is it, Chuck? Uh, I was just down at the post office getting the mail, and I happened to see this letter addressed to Tracy. Oh. I slipped it in my pocket when the postmaster wasn't looking. Yeah. A letter, huh? Hmm. Return address. Test True Heart. 19 Grove Street. Yeah. Say, maybe we better have a look at this. What will happen now? With Tracy on his way to arrest Kyle and Kyle vowing vengeance against the great detective, almost anything can happen. And what about that intercepted letter from Tess Trueheart? Well, here's a pleasant surprise. Here comes Miss Trueheart with Junior now to attend our Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol meeting... Brought to you by Quaker Puff Tweet and Quaker Puff Rice, those specially delicious nourishing cereals that are shot from guns to give you lots of trigger-fast food energy. The meeting will now come to order. 
And today we're all happy to have Miss Tess Trueheart, president of our National Girls Division, with us. Thank you, Junior. I just had to be here on official patrol badge day. Say, wasn't it a great sight to see all the patrol members wearing their badges at the same time? It was thrilling, Junior. And didn't the new Girls Division badges look smart? Well, they certainly did, Miss Trueheart. But the most impressive thing was to see what exceptionally fine boys and girls we have in the patrol. Yes, and to see how many swell fellas and girls belong to the patrol. It looked as though every real, wide-awake, adventure-loving boy and girl in the country was a member. Well, hundreds of thousands of them do belong to the patrol, but there are thousands who haven't joined yet. And Dick Tracy wants every courageous, red-blooded boy and girl who stands for law and order to be a member of his patrol. You bet. So listen, patrol members, let's show Dick Tracy the sort of stuff we're made of. Let's get all our friends to join the patrol now. And if you aren't a member of the Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol or the National Girls Division, join now. Be one of the fine boys or girls that Dick Tracy is so proud of. You know, it's very easy to join. There are probably some of those famous red and blue packages of Quaker puffed wheat or Quaker puffed rice in your pantry right now. Now, just tear off the top panel that says, Three Wrappings Guard Its Crispness. And then print your name and address on a plain piece of paper. And also print the word boy if you're a boy or girls division if you're a girl at the top of the page. Put it in an envelope with two Quaker puffed wheat or Quaker puffed rice box tops or one of each. And mail it to Dick Tracy, Box L, Chicago. Now if there isn't any Quaker puffed wheat or Quaker puffed rice in the pantry now... Ask Mother to get you a package of each at the grocer's right away. Remember, those two delicious cereals are shot from guns to give you lots of trigger-fast food energy. Calling all adventure fans, calling all Dick Tracy fans. Stand by for another exciting electrically transcribed Dick Tracy adventure tomorrow at the same time. There goes Dick Tracy now. That is all.